Yes, yes, people. We are back live. We are back live. Ah, shit, man's ringing me right now. After the clap, that. Yes, yes, people. That was Matisse ringing me because I rang him earlier. But yes, yes, people. We are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Mandem United podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Manchester United. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United related. Please, people, keep all your comments and questions, Manchester United related. Brought to you by myself, Flawless Mr. Take No. Ivorian will be here shortly, people. He will be here shortly. But make sure you hit the like button on the video first and foremost whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back hit the like button on the video share this across all of the socials as well please people all them social media apps you are active on make sure you share this across all the socials and on top of those two things make sure you subscribe to the channel sarcasm city tv as well it is road to nine thousand subscribers let's bump up the likes let's get up into double figure likes please Big up to Sheik in the cut, says big up the panel, like and subscribe people. Warrior J says big up Flawless and Ivorian. TKA says big up Flawless, big up to you. Starlord says big up Flawless on my drive home, but listening in. Much, much, much appreciated as well. He says Flawless before you start talking about Manchester United. I saw your reaction to the Eric Dyer offside goal yesterday. I was laughing because I, I tweeted it out. I said it during the Spurs Chelsea watch along. That is the funniest game I've seen in a minute. That is the funniest professional game, well, Premier League game, I should say, I've seen in a minute. I've never seen so much stupidness from both sides. It was just, it was like um, from both parts. Both teams just made so many dumb decisions. It was, and it was just a hilarious watch when you're not invested. Just a hilarious watch when you're not, yeah, like it's just mad funny. Like that's, that, that's all it was. So that's why I laughed because anyhow, Chelsea would have conceded to a nine-man Spurs. Like it would have been crazy. Yeah, TK says the first half felt like a 90 minutes. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. It was, it was. And as you can see from the title here, people, another must-win game for Manchester United in the Champions League versus Copenhagen. Obviously, I put Eric Ten Hag and Manchester United. Another must-win game in the in the Champions League versus Copenhagen. But that's just Manchester United game in, game out. Whether it's in the Premier League on the weekend, whether it's midweek in Europe, it's a must-win game. Because one of the few things Ten Hag has said this season that I actually agree, agree with, that I've heard him say, is being under pressure. He said, I'm paraphrasing, but after the Fulham game, he stated that you're at Manchester United, you're always under pressure. And that's a fact. That is that is a 110% fact. So, like, we are definitely under pressure going into that game tomorrow. Am I confident? No. But I'm not confident going into any game. Yes, Manchester United got past them at Old Trafford, but it took a last-minute penalty save. But hopefully, I don't know, the game against Fulham breeds some confidence into this team and they go there and put in a performance. Do I think we put in a performance win, lose or draw? No, I don't think we do. I don't think we put in a, a good performance whatsoever. Sorry, people, I'm just saying having, um, what's it called, issues? Having, um, what's the word I'm looking for? having issues with my with my bucket hat so you know what we're just gonna take it off for the time being and just run this just run the skull cap that's what we'll do we'll just run this man the mini the mini do rag that's what we gonna run for the time being people we just gonna run this because the bucket hat is not bucket hatting so you know we move but i'll try it again um shortly but get your questions in as well sheik says that game yesterday was the best entertainment i've had in a while i was sad when i realized we gotta come back to manchester united unfortunately we do sheik we got to come back to Manchester United and our nonsense. King Kelvin, big up to you. Obviously, he became a member yesterday, I, I believe so. So, big up to you as well. Link for the membership is in the pinned comment 
Uh, Haldane says that game was like watching Disney or Cartoon Network. It was silly, man. Oh, yeah, jokes. Absolutely. Goddamn, Lutely. Um, Starlord is just laughing, saying, Ange Ball. Don't worry about the traffic, man. You'll be, be where you need to be very, very shortly. But, yeah, with Manchester United, I don't even know what team I want to see. Who does he play? Who does he play? Obviously, you got Onana in goal. I would go Wambasaka, Regulon. Suppose Maguire and Evans did okay, so you can't really drop them. But then you got Varane on the bench. But then you got Varane on the bench. So what are we doing? What are we doing? Do I go Varane Maguire? Yeah, probably. Midfield. But suppose Bruno has to play because he scored the goal. Bruno. Um, Amrabat. Ericsson. That's the three I'm going with. I'm not playing Anthony. I'm playing Palestri. Um... Still not playing Rashford, Ganacho can play, and then Hoyland up top. But whatever, if somebody disagreed with that, I'm not going to argue for any of them players there. Like, that's just where I'm at. I don't argue and don't fight for none of these Manchester United players. Big up to my guy, Jets, as well. Yeah, Warrior J, the defence has been okay. Like, as of late, we've actually went back. Well, I'm not going to speak too soon. We was okay in the Fulham game. That's what I'd say. We was all right in the Fulham game. But I'm not going to go much further than that. I'm going to welcome to the show. My like, Ivorian Spice is in. Yes, Ivorian, what are you telling me? You good? I'm good, man. I apologize for my lateness as well, man. I just messaged the boss and tell him I'm going to be a bit late. Yeah, you man. know, I had to no, rush no, myself here, man. It's all good. It's all good. Before we continue, hey, you lot, over 20 people locked in. We're even at double figure likes. Like check one, two, one, two. Let's bump up the likes, people. Let's bump up those likes. What we doing here? Hit the subscribe button. Make sure you subscribe to Ivorian's channel as well. Um, Ivorian, we'll get your thoughts on it. Yeah, the Fulham on. game. Fulham we'll start game. there. Fulham game. Manchester United winning 1-0. Late winner from <laughs> Bruno Fernandes. He's got his notes. Let's go. Let's that's, go. What I'm, that's what I'm, I'm known for. The man who has his notes and writes his thoughts down. Just like you, you spit bars. I spit my bars here, man. This is my bars. <laughs> Manchester United, man. Flawless, what can we say about Manchester United, guys? You know, you know, after that performance, you know. Again, I have to say is, oh, as everyone... All Manchester United fans right now, including Flores, we are happy for the three points. Let's not get it twisted. A 1-0 victory, lastminute.com, we can celebrate that. But let me say, it was an uneasy, painful watch and watching Manchester United go through that um, that whole 90 minutes and then getting the winner. Um, funny thing, it happens to be Bruno Fernandes, the captain of this team, to score that winning goal, you know, you know after we say... But let's not get it twisted. He still had a bad game. Oh but yeah, he yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He was, he was, he was awful. He wasn't the only one, but yeah, he wasn't good by any stretch of the imagination. He was awful. But yeah, in, in regards to the match itself, in the first forty-five minutes, guys, there was nothing between Manchester United and Fulham. They were at the same level. It was pretty much an even half in the first forty-five minutes. The goal that was taken away, the McTominay goal, you know, it's debate. To me, it's always debatable because at the time, you have, I don't understand the offside rule because. Yes, the perpetrator that was penalised was Maguire being yeah, um, he offside because yeah. he went for the ball. At the same time, he was fouled, but I said he was offside. But from what I remember, what offside rule was, the person who plays in the ball, yeah, who wasn't offside, who was onside, yeah, passed mm. the ball and it looked like to me or like a legitimate goal. But again, it is debatable. It's deba it's, it's, it, again, what did they say? It's, it's a subjective offside. And I've never heard of what that call, shit. Before. What did he call it? Subjective, subjective, subjective offside. Yeah. So the, the referee went there to have a look and say, you know what? Hey, Fergie's not there. Subjective offside. That's a new one. <laughs> yeah. Went to the screen. That's I've never one. seen 
first, I've never seen a referee, guys, and you guys know it. You've never seen a referee get called up to go and look at whether it was offside or onside. What do you that's think? That's a valid point. That's a valid. That's a very, very valid. What, point. what do you think? And you know these referees, they don't give a shit about us, you know. They probably said, "Oh, Ferguson's not here. Fuck this team. They used to give me hell back then. It's up. It's offside." You know, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, I didn't I've think never... it was offside. I think it was the correct decision. The way Based they got to Harry it was Maguire. jokes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because Harry Maguire has gone for the ball and he's in an offside position, so therefore he's impacted. Said he's impacted. Mm-hmm. He's impacted the the that um that what's the word I'm looking for? That part, not pattern of play, but that mm-hmm. moment in play, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the attacking phase of that, that, that of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not like Maguire was going to be the one that scored or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that to me, you say it was on on offside. To me, I just thought it was a bit unfair, but I can understand it's, Maguire was offside. So yeah. I was fuming at that moment there because, you know, so a lot of things has gone against us, um, especially when it comes to VAR, you know, the Arsenal mm-hmm. one, for example, you know, last season as well, Bulls ricocheting off of Marcus Rashford's hand and all that kind of stuff when it's not his fault, what's he supposed mm-hmm. to do? And again, it was given off as no goal. So we've had our sheer bad luck when it comes to Varchester nice. United, you know. It used to be for us. We always thought the referee was for us back then, but not anymore. You know, they hate us. It is what it is. Second half now. It was slightly better, in my opinion, um, the way Manchester United tried to go forward and try to come at Fulham. Mm-hmm. But then the goal came. Yeah. The substitution was made and then the goal came. I have to say is that um, I understand why people can be manager out. And I know myself and I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm at that feeling, Flores, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm at that feeling that's like, I don't believe he can do this here based on who runs the business as well. And also the mm-hmm. players that we have, I just don't believe he can do it. I believe in him as a manager. You believe, wait, you believe in you believe in Tenag as a manager? Okay, I believe on. in Tenag as a manager. You know, based on what he's done, his history and the credit, the little credit that he's got left in the bank, like he can turn things That's around. A little credit, <laughs> yeah, a little credit he has in the bank. It's a small amount, bro. It's almost done. You know what I mean, bro? There's a I lot of things that made that credit in my in my opinion. But yo, the flow is yours. That yeah. shit been done. Been based been on done. what he's done, and you know he's. Of what he's done at Ajax as well, but here at Manchester United, it's just not working out, man. And and again, I will always say this: not working out because of the base on the players that he have. Because let's be real, we watched that game, and and Anthony plays like McTominay. You know, we still have someone like McTominay here. We still have someone like Maguire. But although Maguire had a good game against against Fulham. But we still have these players in like Johnny Evans. We shouldn't be. I shouldn't be seeing Johnny Evans. I should be seeing King Jay. As planned, or uh, Tadebo. Yeah, there's so many players planned. that we shouldn't be yeah. seeing. I get what you yeah. I shouldn't <laughs> I be seeing. Hear what you're, yeah. where you're coming from with that. Bro. I shouldn't be seeing a Dalo playing right, left back, or something. I should be seeing someone else. You know, man, uh, a Jerome Boateng or whatever. Whoever we've been linked to, be playing. But these men are actually shit. Like, let's be real. Let's be real. Like Marcus Rashford again. Another put. Po- he didn't even play. <laughs> yeah, he didn't Brothers. play. That's, didn't that's just play. natural. No, no, no. Because because, because it's in your brain because he's been doing that all season. That's that you can say that after any Marcus Rashford game. So I fully understand why you said that. I get it. I Guys, I do not have me. I know. I don't. I don't I just automatically went nah, by Marcus oh, Rashford. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he played poorly. Oh, yeah, he was terrible. No, I get you. I get you. Okay, you trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Uh, Anthony as well. Horrible player, man. Horrible player. But imagine oh, yeah, yeah, I've oh. fully given up on him fully. Like, I don't I've given up. I've given up. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't back this no more, bro. I don't mm-hmm. back the spinner Rooney guy, the, the Beyblade split three, two, one, let it rip and spin around and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I don't I don't back that no more because he showed me it's been over a year now, and we're in November. 
coming close to the halfway mark. And still then, since then, we haven't seen anything significant that tells us that, yeah, I, I still believe in Anthony. I still got the confidence in him because he's been delivering nothing. Facts. Nothing at all. And that's facts. It's the truth. Hardly got assists. Hardly got any goals this season. And I understand what took place two months ago. But still, from last year to this year, I have not seen that much of an impact coming from Anthony. And it's gotten to the point where, yeah, we maybe we need to be selling him, you know. We will be sending him hopefully by by the end of this season or maybe next season or bringing someone else. Looking at the way things are with Sancho and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, he's just been shit, man. And those players as well, flawless. I keep saying it like, how are you struggling to pass the ball and dominate against Fulham? You know, Fulham. You know, because we're just not very good. That's why we're not a good team. But yeah, they're not a good team, but bro. And the way the manager sets us up to play. Yeah, it makes me think mm, some some of it is on the manager as well. But the players, mainly, I would say my most of my blame is on the players because we've seen this flawless. We've seen the team um last season, they proved that they can be better than this, right? Oh, yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, they've proved facts. proven that. Yeah, yeah. And, and the season before that, they've proven that they can be even worse than they ever ever are. So so I don't understand why people don't understand why. People don't understand. They're too quick to just point fingers at Eric Tanog. Yes, he's the captain of this ship. And you will point at the finger, uh, finger of whoever's the captain of that ship because that ship mm. ain't moving right. But the people that he works for, like the crew members, they're not doing a job. Not doing a mm. job consistently, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I feel for my guy. Sometimes I, I look at my finger, he sits there thinking, this is not what I taught them in training. Bruno, I didn't, I didn't teach you this. I told you to be in a better position. You know, Rashford, we didn't do this. We didn't do this drill. Like, I see in his face, man. He's probably fed up like we are fed up. But him as well. But these are his guys? Like, that, yeah, it's his guys. It's his like, guys. Playing. That's his why guys. It's, a, it's a mixture. It's not just on the players. It's not just on the manager. It's both. Mm -hmm. Which is the manager's not helping the players. The players are not helping the manager. And then but you got upstairs. You go, yeah, we know that's all about it. a upstairs. different story that they don't help the manager himself. Yeah, right. we know that. But mm -hmm. we know we knew that last year. And the manager still, like you said, the manager performed to a better level last year. And the players performed to a better level. Um... Last year. And to go to AA, he says, yes, Fulham is not cracked. We struggled against them. Fulham are not a good side. I'm sorry. Mm. Fulham are not you, a good you side. Saw, you they're, saw their they're finishing. A, they're a, don't get mistaken. They're a functional outfit. They're organised. They're defensively solid. Mm. But they're 11th or we're 11th in the Premier League for a reason. They're not mm. a good side. Mm. They're not. And any, and any serious side beats them. What did they offer against us? Nothing. Two, they couldn't finish. That was two mediocre teams. Mm -mm. It was two mediocre teams. Just because they drew, I know Arsenal fans are in the chat, just because they drew against you lot does not mean that they're a good side. They're mid-table. What are we talking about? If you're a good team, you're not mid-table. Does the, the table don't lie. It's not like it's two, we're two weeks into the season. It's what, game week 11 now? We played 11 matches. We have an idea of where these teams are going to be. If Manchester United, wait, 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 Ivorian, if Manchester United were 11th or 12th, what would we be saying? What would me and you be saying? And what would the chat be saying about Manchester United? Mid-table team, side, bro. Crap side. But why are, Fulham, why are Fulham any different? Let's hold, let's hold, let's talk about Fulham as they are Fulham. Just because they drew against Arsenal does not make them a good side. That was two points dropped on Arsenal's point. Mm -hmm. What are we talking about? So Luton are a good side because they drew against Liverpool, yeah? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Like Fulham are mid-table, like Jess said, Fulham are mid-table for a reason. They're a mid-table side. They're a mid-table mm -hmm. side. You know why? Because they're mid. That's why they're in mid-table. And they'll probably finish somewhere between 10th and 14th. So let's not do this. They're not a good side. But I think it was just evident and shown how much United lack quality. 
What yeah. are we talking about? I said well, you and I did, it's not the same. Hey, goodness, hey, hey, whatever lie you got to tell yourself for you lot dropping points to Fulham. I'm saying, I don't think Fulham are a good side and their results show that, but we move. Their performances show that, but we move. Yes, I am doing a watch along. For those asking in the chat, I will be doing the AC Milan PSG game um, on the kick. I will be okay. doing that. And, bef- and following, I'll actually following this stream, I'll be going live on the Sarcasm City TV gaming YouTube channel, people. I'm saying running back career mocha, I need to turn it around. But go on, carry on, Ivor. Yes, people here saying Fulham are, are a decent side. They're average. They're bang average. This season, they've been bang average. Last season, they were doing well. Um, because, you know, you know, I've always said before, Fulham technically come here, have sex with the Premier League, promote, relegate, promote, Wait, what did relegate. you just say? They, they, they have sex with the Premier League, bro. No, they right, just go in and out, in and out, in and out. Promote, relegate, no, sexual intercourse, no, everything, bro. There's no pause, bro. It's the truth, fam. Promotion, that, relegation, promotion, relegation. That's, that's, what, that's what I call intercourse. I don't even know what you're talking about. I even know what you're about. Bro. You know what I'm talking about. They're in yeah, and out the Premier League, bro. I, yeah, they, I get them. Being, I get them yo-yoing in between the Premier League. I don't know exactly. why about them having sex with the Premier. That's, that's, that's what it is, bro. To me, bro. I, that's, I, that's, that's how yeah, I feel. To you, I'm glad yeah, you know yeah, that's yeah, to yeah. you. To hey, you. Just want to say, chat hey, knows hey, what I mean. Just, the just chat knows. Hey, I don't think the chat. I think the chat saying I don't know about that one. Just want to chat understands that man. No, no, no. One second. Hold up. Hold up, people. I can't believe. Normally, I don't even have to bring up this on the on these shows. One second, and that just just to clarify, people. All the views, all the views expressed by panelists on Sarcasm City TV are not always the views of flawless or Sarcasm City TV. Thank you very much. Go on. You carry on, Ivorian. You carry okay. on. Oh my god. Oh, that's the second time I've had this. That's like two yellow cards <laughs> to me, bro. <laughs> uh, that's like two yellow cards, you know. I need to be it's careful. Crazy. You know? It's crazy. Oh, I'm big up my guy Ash as well, man. Hey, Ash, good to see you in the chat. Much appreciated. Big up to you. For those that don't know, Ash is on the MUFC and Filter podcast alongside myself on Site TV. Does own his own great work on other channels that he works with as well. So make sure you go follow him on our socials, all that type of stuff. Big up to you, Ash. Good to see you in the chat. I'm gonna mod you in a second as well. Yeah, go on. Go on, Ivory. Yeah, so yeah, Fulham, they're not a great side, like I said before. They've been in and out the Premier League for a while apart from last season. But this season, they're being poor. You saw that. Toothless against Manchester United. Couldn't lay a glove on us, man. But we as well couldn't lay a glove on their keeper. Leno, like, I watched that match and I thought to myself, how many times did I see Leno um, be under pressure, get cooked, um, despite what the stats say, because the stats sometimes are a bit misleading. Yeah. I didn't see much of Manchester United putting Leno under pressure and I'm not expecting them to actually create chances and get one clear-cut one-on-one chances with the goalkeeper, but no, no, nothing. Couldn't even find their striker. I keep saying this before. They need to familiarise with themselves with Hoyland, you know. It's like, they don't know who he is. They don't acknowledge him, you know. Not at all. They don't They don't know him. Every day, it's like, do I know you? Every training session, sorry, but... Have he, we he, gotta do, he, yeah, has yeah, to he has to do better, He has to do better, 110%. Like, the way... No, when no, I say what, that... What, no, what no, I'm not talking about... In terms of in the Fulham game for the first time, I'm watching him and the ball's going up to him and it's not sticking. Mm-hmm. That's that's what uh, that's what a striker has to do, bare minimum. Once the ball go, even if you're isolated, either you control the ball, wait for your teammates to get around you and pass it off, or you win a foul. Either or. And too many times the ball was getting passed into him. So whether it was aerially, whether it was to feet, and mm-hmm. it's not sticking. Don't get me wrong. I'm not criticizing him. I'm not saying, oh, he's a bad player or we need to set like, I'm not going that far. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about that in particular game where is he getting the best of help? No, but the ball still needs to stick. Win a yeah, foul. Yeah. 
When the ball yeah. goes up to you, win a foul. Win a foul. I, I get what you mean. You know, he's 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 hold up play. Is still yeah. in development, yeah, and yeah, that's of the course, because he's 20, is he 20 years old, 20, 20, so yeah, like, I'm 20 not years expecting old. The, the, the finished article more so. Mm-hmm. That's Manchester United's, um, <laughs> that's Manchester United preparing to fail, yeah. Big up to Ash, you already know what it is, man. Big up to you, um, and before we continue, you lot bump up the likes. There's over 30 people in here, only at 17 likes. Light check one, two, one, two, light check one, two, one, two. Make sure you hit the like button, whether you're watching this live right now, watching this back, subscribe to the channel as well. Um, Hey, Ash, I've given up on Anthony. I don't even, like, count him. Like, when it comes to, like, before games, during games, I'm never looking at Anthony to do anything. I said it on the watch-along at halftime versus Fulham. I said, one of our attacking players is going to have to produce a moment of magic. So whether that's Ganacho, Hoyland, Bruno, you can put Ericsson in that mix as well. I'd even include Anthony. I said it. I said, forget Anthony doing anything. It's on one of those four I mentioned. And to his credit, as poor as we was, Bruno... Bruno did the business and produced a, um, a moment of magic. Mm-hmm. Stabby says, big up, flawless. Uh, flawless VAR is destroying the game. What happens to refs having jurisdiction to make decisions without being influenced? It's part of why the game is a madness and we love it. I don't think VAR is destroying the game. I disagree with that part. VAR is not the problem. The problem is it's the people the using VAR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because VAR gives... We talk all the time about Manchester United, and I'll say it, giving players and the manager the best possible platform to succeed. VAR gives all the officials all of the tools they need to make the correct decisions. It gives you from loads of, it gives you any incident from all different angles mm-hmm. in real time, in mm-hmm. slow motion, 4K, 5K, 6K, the list goes on and on and on. How do you still continue to make incorrect decisions? Yeah, Back yeah. to Look at the Newcastle Arsenal game. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruno G elbowed Jorginho. They looked at that on VAR and said, no, it's not a red card. How did they look at that on VAR and say it's not a red card? That is not VAR's fault. That mm-hmm. is not VAR. Like if the that's ref misses during the game but it was off the ball, that's just unfortunate for the ref. But VAR, yeah, that's the sending off. Yesterday, the Spurs-Chelsea game, Romero kicked Colwell. Clearly, mm-hmm. off the ball. We all watched it. Red card. VAR didn't even check it. How are they not going? Yeah, that's how am I watching it, the game, and going, yeah, that's a red card. They could have called me. Yeah, Flawless is a red card for, for Romero. Yes, he kicked mm-hmm. Colwell, send him off. Mm-hmm. And they don't even send the ref to the mono. Again, that's not VAR's fault. I like VAR. The problem is these officials, but we move. Yes, yeah. Ash, this is it. VA, VAR has just exposed how inept these refs really are. Fact, and fact, absolutely fact. facts, flawless. Because you, we, we don't complain about VAR when it comes to the Champions Leagues. We've never had a situation. We never had a situation in the World Cup. VAR was exceptional in the World Cup. You know, people were explaining the reasons why they made that decision, X, Y, and Z. And then, yeah, we never complain. It's only in the Premier League, guys, where people complain about VAR. Because why? The people who are assigned to the job are just not good enough. You know, yeah. is that having a bunch of Manchester United people at the top running VAR? What do you expect? <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's the that same thing. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's good. That is, that's A1. That, that for real, for real. That mm-hmm. is, that is A1. But back to it, obviously, for, um, final mm-hmm. thoughts on the game before we yeah, talk Yeah, yeah, so about back, back to, yeah, because you're saying, we're talking about Hoyland at that present yeah. moment. And at the same time, we, yes, he doesn't help himself, you know, not winning all the battles, but he is 20. But those players as well don't even help him. You know, I've seen him do the 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 the, the workhorse like um, movement. He's there. He's getting himself down and dirty as well with um with the ball, um, working hard, dropping deep as well. You know, 
really putting it. He's like he's giving me the workhorse feelings. You know how workhorse would work hard, drop back, and all that kind of stuff. Work with the team, pass, and all that stuff. Do the, the dirty work. But whereas Hoyland, he's got the ability to get forward. He's quick, and he can also finish. But at the same time, I just feel like these players don't seek for him. Then I know we've haven't had a striker for a while, yeah. But you should be used to it by now. You've got someone up there, feed them the ball, pass the ball. But then again, Flores, a lot of our players, they do their own thing. <laughs> no, they do their things for themselves. They don't think about team. It's just I, me, me, me. I'm going to score my goal. And then when I go into the change room, I'm like, I did my thing. What did you do? That's why I feel like it is that Manchester United. Like, especially Bruno, when he scored, he played shit. The team played yeah. rubbish, yeah. But you can go to that. You can go into the changing room and say, "Yo, I did my thing." I don't know about you, man, but I did my thing. I got my goal. I don't know what you, man, did. It was a quality goal, though. Mm-hmm. I gotta give Bruno quality his credit. Goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quality goal. Uh, was, you have to pick he... up yeah. as well for that. Yeah, I like. Pelestri. I've said this before. I just want to see Pelestri given a run, just to see what he can do. Do I think he's the answer long term? No. Could he be an answer short term? Yes. I think he could be. And we've seen that just with the goal because all that he got the ball three times once he came mm-hmm. on, and each mm-hmm. of the time he looked to create. He did more than Anthony in the first five, ten minutes of him playing, and Anthony's done all season. Legit. And people trying to defend Anthony in the chat. I don't know what you're watching. I'm not hearing blaming systems. Yes, the system is key for players to play at their best, but he didn't have that last season and he performed better. He's got he's gotten worse. If he performed to the level he did last season. People wouldn't be on his case, but he doesn't look like doing anything. He don't score. He don't look to create. He's not even been carrying a ball up the pitch. Nothing. You're giving mm-hmm. me nothing. Like, there's zero to defend with him. Mm-hmm. What has he done to an average level this season? Nothing flawless. And I'd love to defend him to say maybe what's been taken, the incidents are taken off the place and um, off the pitch has probably distracted mm-hmm. his performance, but. He hasn't performed since last season. So I can't even use that as an excuse to back Anthony, you know. He's been poor last season. He's been poor this season. It's the same It's the same performance that I've seen last season. Yeah, same level, just a bit slightly worse. But I won't be using the off-field incident as a, as a, as a reason for him being distracted. I can't use that. I'm sorry, man. He's just poor. He's poor. Yeah, that's you it. Know? That's yeah it. I and, understand. Anthony was there at Ajax only scored goals and got assists versus the bum teams. If that mm-hmm. is the case, Ash, it is showing as well. Like, it's mm-hmm. showing now. And big up to, I don't want to butcher your name, my guy. I just call you, I just call you Lad. You said sarcasm looking like Danza Washington from training day. That's funny. That's yeah. Actually. Yeah. It's that. It's that. It's that. It's that. It's that. What's on top of your head? Mm-hmm. I like that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's funny. That is. You know I'm saying? That is. That's jokes. That is jokes. For real, for real. Um, but yeah, with the Fulham game, like I said, whether we win, whether we lose, whether we draw, the performances are not going to be good. It's just a question of getting results. And we managed to get a result against Fulham. Moment of magic from Bruno. Other than that, there's nothing else to say in that game. We didn't even create anything. We barely created it? anything, Flawless. And I, I look at it, I think it's, 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 it's about just getting over the line in the next couple of games because until our players, all our players come back from injury, yeah, we won't really see the the... I don't know. I can't really say we weren't going to see the true Man United because we haven't seen the true Man United for years. But we we won't we won't be able to see the best side that Eric Tanner can feel to get the best football out of this team because we're missing we're missing big characters at the end of the day. We're missing Casemiro. Yeah, and um, as as much as I have to say this, you know, 
even though I don't rate him, we're missing Luke Shaw's character in the team as well when it comes to progressive passes and progressive pa- um, Christ, progressive movements. Luke. Hear what you just yeah, said? Yeah, 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 we are. No, you, you know, I just said, even I don't rate him, you know, it hurts me to say these that's, kind of things. That goes to show you know? where we're at. We're going yeah, where we're at, you know. Lissandro Martinez, we miss him immensely. The character, the leadership as well, um, the, the bringing the ball from the back, we are missing a lot of that as well. And who else are we missing in that, mid- hmm. in that midfield? You know, we're not we're not getting to see the best of Amrabat yet because he's still adjusting, you know. And the only positive things that I can say right now is that Onana's coming to life now. He's understanding now. He's making bit better saves and having that impact. So that's the only positive thing. And I know Stabe is having his hand in there, like shaking my head. But it's the truth. It is the truth. We're missing key players, characters as well, and leaders in that team, you know. The fact that they're the key players tells you all we need to know. And yeah, Asha, I agree with you as well. Mm-hmm. Leno, we didn't create anything against mm-hmm. Fulham. Not Outside of the offside goal and the goal itself. And that's a mid-table Fulham side. And I wasn't the, the worst part about it is I wasn't shocked. I wasn't mm-hmm. sat here like, oh, I can't believe we're not creating. I was like, yeah, this is Manchester United. Like, it was just our lack of quality is just glaring to see. Glaring to see. Because the effort was there against Fulham. Mm-hmm. We were, and word to Eddie, we was tryhards. It was just a <laughs> severe lack of quality. And like, this is the same team that people like, wanted, I can't back anything. Mm-hmm. Can't back anything. I'm just here hoping we get wins. Um, you think Ten Hag is stunting Maino's growth by keep playing him with the under 19s and under 21s game in the team? Yeah, play him at this point. But mm-hmm. I know he's just in, in Ten Hag's defense. I know mm-hmm. Maino's just come back from injury. So now it's like the Copenhagen game, he should get 30 minutes. Yeah. He should get some minutes in the Copen. Then we play Luton at home. Then he should get some more minutes. Then he's at least got money in the bank. And then over the international break, keep trading, get back. And then that's when you look after the international break to get him back in the back in the side, like fully. Like I would definitely, because none of our players mm-hmm. deserve to be like nailed on in the team. So yeah, why not Mano? I'm mm-hmm. I'm with it. Like he should get some minutes off the bench against Copenhagen. Won't go as far to start him, but get some minutes. I think he's been wanting to flawless here. It's just that the situation that we've been in in the last couple of games, whereas when he was on the bench, when we was nil-nil down, it just he just felt that maybe it wasn't the right time to bring him on. I feel feel like he wanted to bring him on when we're winning comfortably and then give him some minutes as well to get to adjust him to get some match rhythm in his feet. You know, if he had his preseason. No guarantee Maynard, Maynard, Kobe Maynard will be playing right now as a starting eleven. you know. I just think that injury just stunted him, held him back. But now that he's back, yeah, Flawless is right. If we don't give him at least 30 minutes against Copenhagen and then Luton as well, then, then, then yeah, I can say probably he's looking to stunt his growth. But I feel like Ten Hag wants to give this boy a chance and bring him into the first team mm. and make him a make him a regular, you know. Because trust well, me, he's... Saying- he's He's, he provides us something completely different from the other midfielders. Yeah, he yeah, carries yeah. It's the ball. Else. Yeah, it's something else. Now, apparently, ball. he's set to play for the under-19s tomorrow. Well, if he gets no, minutes for the under-19s, that's what I should say. So, if he plays for the under-19s, then he should be in contention for the looting game. So yeah, but he's had minutes. He's had minutes before the previous game against Copenhagen. He, he started that game. He also had a couple of minutes for the under-23s as well. So he's had some minutes. He just, he, in fact, I believe he should have came on against Fulham as well. You know? I hear that. Uh, yeah, yeah he should have came on against Fulham. There was nothing to lose. Mount was Bruno chasing the game. Man, Lord, a mess. Nah, we didn't even talk about Mount, man. That, you know, there's no point talking about that guy. Yeah, man. because there's nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's why. We just, again, you just showing how bang average he is and even the manager's giving up on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A8 says, Flawless, why don't you rate Wan-Bissaka? Um, He is underrated. I take him at Arsenal. I do rate Wan-Bissaka. 
What makes mm-hmm. you think I don't rate Wan Bissaka? Where have I said that? Right, where did I say that? Gunners eight eight. That makes you say I don't rate Wan Bissaka. I've said verbatim I would keep him as a squad player. I'd go and sign a right back. I'd move on Dallo. And Ash says that's what I'm saying. He's being stunted right now. I, I hear your point, Ash. I hear that. Like I said, I would want I want to see him in the side. I do. Mm-hmm. So if he don't play, if he plays for the under 19s and don't play, he's not involved against Copenhagen, against Luton, he needs to be involved. Again, like Palestri, I'm not mm-hmm. saying May knows the answer. What I'm saying is we know what's not working. So let's try something new just to see. I'm saying, going to say, it says most United fans don't rate uh, Wan Bissaka. I'm not most United fans. You said flawless. Why don't you rate him? So you never heard me say. Well, that. So go on, that's that's not true. No, let me just. Uh, I want to address uh, this so, because yeah, go absolutely not it. true. Two two years ago, you can say all oh, Manchester United fans probably didn't like Aaron Wan-Bissaka because, of course, we didn't like Maguire. We didn't like Aaron. Bissaka. We thought we should have left because he doesn't provide an attacking outlet as well. But if we see, if we saw what he did last season. That turnaround from being told, you know, you can leave right, like three or four times. The doors that way. Yeah, from him telling him, I'm going to get my head down, knuckle down, yeah, and work hard and work on my weaknesses in game. Mm-hmm. Manchester United fans love the, the, the transformation of Aaron Bissaka, you know. They look at him and they tell Sancho, you see Aaron Bissaka, he got told he was not wanted in the squad, but he got his head down, yeah, and focused on his game and worked on it. And look at Aaron Bissaka now. Like, before he got injured, he would have probably been starting every game ahead of Dalot, you know. I'm so glad to see Aaron Bissaka back, you know. I'm one of the ones that criticise him and never believed in him, but now I do, you know. So defensively, we were solid on that side. We never got exposed once on the right-hand side, you know. And that clean sheet also com- comes because Aaron Rambisaka returned back into that team, you know. We needed him there, you know. Uh, and going forward as well, he has improved. He has improved. Not the best. Flawless is not the best, but you see him there. He's linking up play. He doesn't look like Bambi on ice, you know. He's using his left foot as well and his right foot as well. One-twos, running into those spaces of areas. To, but just that he still needs to improve on his crossing ability. So Manchester United fans right now, they're loving Aaron Rambisaka. They've loved the fact that he turned, he put, he's got his head down, worked hard. Yeah, he improved. And improved. Yeah. So, right, yeah. so yeah, to goodness, hey, hey, don't presume because no, mm-hmm. I've never said I don't rate Aaron Wambasako. Like I said, it you're not finding a United fan who thinks he can't defend. It's mm-hmm. just maybe they want a little more going forward. He's a squad player. He should be there for specialist occasions. But our first choice right back should be better than Wambasako. Should be defensively competent and it should offer so much going forward because our fullbacks give us next to nothing. When you look at Delo, yeah. Wambasako, mm-hmm. Luke Shaw, um, am I missing anybody? Wambasako, mm-hmm. Luke Shaw. Sure. Um... Dallo. Dallo. Yeah, we use those. They're, they're our main fullbacks. They don't mm-hmm. give us anything going forward. They give us very little on the ball in regards to even from a deep line. I mean, even from a deeper position on the pitch. So, yeah, it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Stabby says, flawless. When you actually deep last season, players who added more to our squad versus the players Ten Hag brought in is mad. Ten Hag on them bare areas of the squad that uh, didn't. I'm saying, I'm guessing you said you meant you meant to say yeah that didn't need improving on. Um, his signings show he's confused. Yeah, his signings, like some of the signings, made no sense. The thing is, I'm like in the unpopular opinion. I like the vast majority of his signings. I just don't like how he's used them. I think that's the problem. Take Anthony and Mount out of it. I don't actually mind his signings like that. Onana, Hoyland, mm-hmm. Amrabat alone. Um, I don't really count Regulon because it's alone. There's no option to buy, and we know why we signed him. We also be signed this summer. It was mm-hmm. Onana, Hoyland, Mount, Amrabat. Is anyone else, or is it those four? Uh, 
What the, in terms of signings? Yeah, 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 yeah. This season, on an amount. Yeah, this season. You, you always forget the goalkeeper that the backup goalkeeper. You need just keep constantly. Yeah, buy him there because he's his second choice goalkeeper. <laughs> and regular. So I, I can't regular comment because I've not seen him. But yeah, like again, again, Onana, I don't mind as a signing. Hoyland, I don't mind as a signing. Amrabat, I don't mind. That's three out of four. It's just that Mount was really, really a bad signing. Same with the season before. He signed Malasio. He signed Martinez, Casemiro, Ericsson, mm -hmm. Anthony. Mm -hmm. I don't mind the most of those signings. The only one I have issue with is Anthony. But it's just that it's in an attacking area, number one and two, the amount of money you spent, in particular on Anthony and then Mount, you've made the same mistake twice. And that's the problem. Because our attack is the worst part of our team by far. As much as the midfield is bad, as much as we've been bad defensively, our attack gives us nothing. Our attack gives us, and it was like that last mm -hmm. season, you needed to address that this season. And just signing Hoyland was not it. Because you signed Mount, it's like Mount was never gonna give us what we needed. He don't get GNA. We need we need mm -hmm. more creativity. We need more stats, and we also need us to be a better team. Well, we need more from that position overall, and we're never getting that with him. So yeah, we move. You know what I'm saying you again. You lot continue to bump up the likes. We're at 23 likes. Girls up to 30 likes. Make sure you subscribe to um, Ivorian's channel. Hey Ash, big up man. Good to see you man. I'm definitely gonna get you on the channel as well. Big up to Ash. And like I said, you can catch him on the MUFC uh, on Filter Podcast on Saeed's channel with myself, Double A, Andy Tate. Great show over there. There's a playlist for it on the channel on the um, on this channel as well, so you can see all the shows and you can see all the MUFC on Filter Podcast shows. I need to update actually. But yeah, there's a list. Playlist, all the shows, people, on the channel as well, there's a playlist for, including this one. Um, on to Copenhagen tomorrow. Ivorian. Yeah, Chats. man. Oh, difficult game. Do you know the reason why I say it's a difficult game? Not because yeah, of the opposition. I'm, I'm here. Carry on, carry on. Yeah, it's not because of the opposition. It's the fact that we're playing away from home in Europe, you know. And you last week, you saw Manchester United play Copenhagen at home, Old Trafford, and struggled. And we are still struggling right now. So I'm looking at the game tomorrow thinking, can Manchester United go there and get the three points? Or are we all, we're going to have a long, tough night. I'm going to be a bit more optimistic, yeah, because I did say that I don't feel like we might win that game the previous week. And I did say that we might not even beat Newcastle and we ended up losing. Um, I'm looking at this game tomorrow thinking, because we need to win, we need these three points, the boys might do something, you know, but I won't be surprised, guys. No, I won't be. I'll be totally honest with you. I would not be surprised if these guys go there and get packed in, get pammed at one, two, three, four, because of them being away from home, not being able to have the character, because there are players there that don't have the character to cope with the Copenhagen fans, you know, because they are at home. They're going to be trying. Their fans are there. But can Manchester United have the character? Because as soon as we concede the first goal, and if we was to concede the first goal, yeah, then I have the feeling that we might not win this game. If we was to score the first goal, maybe the confidence will be there. So I feel like Manchester United can go there, maybe get a W. But let me, I'll be very honest with you guys. I'm not completely confident. I go there half-hearted watching the match tomorrow as well on a, on a watch-along. And just fingers crossed, you know. It's gonna. It's it definitely going to be my uh, my Bible next to me, fingers crossed, and a heart monitor because that tomorrow is going to be a very tough game for Manchester United. They might just scrape it. They might just scrape it. You know, even Stabe says I've worried. I think tomorrow might be a wrap for MUFC's Champions League run. I don't even. 
blame you if you feel like that, you know, because even I do feel like that tomorrow might be. But we just got to be hopeful, man. It's the hope that kills you. I always say that. It's I the said, hope man, that yo, kills you. We're playing away yeah. at Copenhagen. Yeah. And hear what yeah. you just said. We have to be hopeful. And you're not wrong <laughs> for saying that, because that's exactly where I'm at. But go on, carry on, family. Carry yes. on. Have to be hopeful. And it's the hope that kills you, as I always say, you know, because we can end up going again tomorrow. We can end up going to there and start off really badly and start conceding goals. And it's the imagine are capable of it, you know. But fingers crossed, we go there, we win, maybe by by an odd goal, a two-one. I'm just praying. Because I don't feel like we can, but I'm praying, I'm hoping, you know. That, your thoughts you. on that, or your thoughts on Copenhagen. Are you confident, flawless? Because nope. I don't know. <laughs> No, <laughs> am I confident? Absolutely not. Let's get that clear. Let's get one. Am I confident going into this game? No. So nobody asked me no questions. Like, oh, you sound confident. No, I'm not. Do I think we can win? Yes. Do I think we will win? Yes. Mm. Am I saying the last thing I said with any confidence? Absolutely not. I'm fully aware we could go there and lose one nil. Go there and lose two one, two nil, etc., etc. To to Laju says United are coping FC. There's no, nah, there ain't no cope. Who's coping? <laughs> you know what I'm saying if you're coping, that just means that you're unaware of what's going on. I'm fully aware of what I'm watching. I'm I I've been at the fifth stage of grief. I've been at acceptance. I've accepted we're not a good side. Yeah. I've accepted that these players are not good. I've fully accepted that this manager is caught. The pressure's getting to him, and it's a question of when he gets sacked, not if. So mm. I'm just watching, going, all right. Hopefully, you lot can just get results. Is I'm legit at results. I don't even ask for performances no more. Mm -hmm. People will ask me my thoughts on the performances, but I'm not asking for good performances. I'm asking them not to embarrass us. I'm asking them professional athletes to go out there and run and close down <laughs> and cover ground. <laughs> and when the opposition has the ball, go and try and get it back. Because mm -hmm. the Fulham game was a big, um, was a massive eye-opener. Well, even yeah. more, not even a massive, like, a more of an eye-opener than the previous games. Like, oh, you might just lack quality because there was no lack of effort in the Fulham game. And that's what it's going to be against Copenhagen. Whether we win the game, whether we draw the game or whether we lose the game, I can sure fire tell you that the performance is not going to be good. Absolutely. Whether we, we could win 3-0, lose 3-0, and the performance could be exactly the same. I'm telling you right now, we could draw 2-2 and the performance is going to be exactly the same. Because we're just not that good a side. And like I said, the manager is literally crumbling under the pressure. Mm -hmm. And to stab you, says, why can't you just refer back to 4-2-3-1? Why does he still persist with the mad thing? Two headless eights running into space and exposing our six. <laughs> Very stubby man. Because he's his Ten Hag's thought process is, I'm just going to continue to play this. And I'm just going to continue to play players out of form until they get into good form. When he said what he said about Rashford, that tells you all you need to know. Tells you all you need to know. He told you what he said about um Bruno about Rashford. Well. I'm gonna play him regardless. Bruno, mm -hmm. he's gonna play regardless. How many times have me and Ivorian sat here on Tuesdays and gone, this player needs to be dropped, that player needs to be dropped, or talked about poor performances from players consistently, yet he'll still consistently play them. That's why he's not referring back. This is what he's going to die on this hill, and it's a sad death because I watched you deal with these type of situations all last season. So that's why I said he's not making it to 2024. Mm -hmm. I'm not a delusional Manchester United fan. I know what we're, I know what I'm watching. That's why, as much as I was happy about the win and the result against Fulham, and it was important, I didn't jump up and down and go, "We've turned a corner. We've changed. Mm -hmm. We've, we, we, you know, what I'm saying we've changed." No, and Copenhagen will be the same. I hope to be wrong. 
I hope we go away to Copenhagen and put in an absolute phenomenal performance and we go there and win 3-4-0. But do I believe that will happen? No. If we win, it's going to be by a single goal, I think. A 1-0, a 2-1. And too many times <clears throat> I've seen these players go a goal down and they just don't handle adversity. They just fold. Just mm -hmm. fold. I think minus the Brentford game, have we come back from behind and won a game? Yeah, All apart season? from um, the Brentford... Um, Nottingham Forest, we was 2 0 yeah. down, and came yeah, back yeah. and Brent won 3 2. Nottingham Forest, yeah, yeah. And, is that and, it? and what was the chap? Was we behind in the champion? Was we losing in the championship game? We came back against I can't remember. No, no, we've only won one game. Fam. One game. Oh my god, Jesus, was we losing that game and then we came back? Which game? I guess we oh, just won. Oh, yeah, we won 1 0. We won 1-0. 1-1-0 on the penalty save. Yeah, yeah the apart from that, Nottingham Forest... You have no... That resilience, yeah. Nottingham Forest, like, our resilience, our resilience has disappeared and that was evident, so evident last season. We was resilient. I was going into game confident, even if we're playing against a team who are better than us with a better manager because that defensive resilience was there. We stood up and was counted, win, lose, or draw. But now, win, lose, or draw, we just roll over. There's times I'm watching along, so people will notice, where I've said, are we going to concede here? And then we'll concede mm -hmm. the amount of times this season we scored and then conceded straight away. And I'm saying, just keep it, keep, keep, keep the game tight for five to 10 minutes. Just sit in and don't concede. And what do we do? Just give the, give the opposition, give the game back to the opposition. No one we've played against has played well against us. That's beat us. Nobody's been at their best. And that's not a shot at anybody. For anyone in the chat, it's like, oh, you're taking shots at it. No, no, no. I'm just clarifying. I'm just reiterating how bad Manchester United are. That teams don't be ha have to be at their best to beat us. There's no team I we've lost to who I think has played seven out of ten or above against us, and we've lost. I think this season so far, Premier League is like five matches, lost two in the Champs, and then the Carabao Cup game. So we've lost eight games. So out of the eight matches we've lost, I don't think anybody we've played has been seven out of ten or above. Mm -hmm. That's how easy we've been. Like when City beat us, City packed us three 0 and people said they didn't even get our first gear. I said they never got in the car. They just walked through. They never got in the car. First gear. What did they need the car for? We just mm -hmm. gave them the game. The amount of goals, even the Newcastle game, that first goal was absolutely criminal. Five mistakes. I counted in that Newcastle game. Five. That's half your outfield. How is half of your outfield making a mistake for one goal? Half. Five. Go watch that first Newcastle goal again, Almiron, and you can count five mistakes. Ganacho losing the ball, number one. Hannibal, because he's on a daft yellow card, can't make the foul. M Mount not bringing down Livermento. Lindelof mm -hmm. doing Lindelof and backing off, backing off. And Dalot not tracking the runner of um, Almiron. Five. What chance we got? And that's just basics. I'm shouting on the watch on Mount. Pull him down. Bring him down. Take your booking. And your seat, that's what you're supposed to be good at. Off the ball. And Livermento just breeze past you. Now, if that was Casemiro, what would the conversation be? Oh, his legs are gone. If that was Ericsson, Livermento ran past, what would it be? Oh, his legs are gone. So what about Mount? Is his legs gone? Or is it just a lazy argument? Like players don't get ran past every day, B. You know what I'm saying? Word to, word to Rico and, and pay them full. What are we talking about? Mm -hmm, it's true. What are we talking about here? So yeah, back to the Copenhagen game. I'm, let's get through it. It's the only it's the only live streams I don't look forward to is Manchester United watch alongs people. Mm -hmm. It's the only watch alongs that I'm like, ah. even shout out to Mo, because he was watching the Fulham watch along. And then obviously I was on his show that same day. And when he was messaging me and he was like, You didn't look like you enjoyed it. 
you didn't look like you wanted to be there. And if it wasn't for you lot, I wouldn't. I would If I didn't do this for a living, I would have done stop watching us. Because I know what I'm getting and it's not good to watch. And the manager, like I said, will get sacked. And we're going to get beat by somebody heavily at some point if we continue to play like this. <laughs> like that Liverpool game, it could get ugly. It could be seven again on everything. I'm fearful of that. That is terrible. Why am I? I'm not just fearful of getting beat. I'm fearful of getting embarrassed in terms mm -hmm. of the scoreline. Because even the Bayern Munich game, and Bayern Munich yeah. weren't great against us. Mm -hmm. When it went, was it 4-1? Or was it 4-2? I think when it was either 4-1 or 4-2 in that game, yeah. Yeah. at that point, obviously it ended 4-3. Mm -hmm. I'm fearful. Mm -hmm. I think, did it go 4-1? Yeah, even at 2-0, even they weren't even at their best. No, they were, but the point I'm making back. is, mm -hmm. when they scored that fourth goal, I was fearful, all right, this could be 7-8 or 9. Mm. That ran through my head as I'm watching the game. This can be seven. This could be a embarrassing. Like this could be a record Champions League defeat for us. Thankfully, we 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 only lost the game for free. But why is that? Why is that a fear of mine now? Let us go to Anfield and go two goals down inside mm -hmm. 10, 15 minutes. I'm fearful. Don't embarrass me. I said that about the City game though. And mm -hmm. what did they do? Just go and embarrass man. Mm -hmm. Extremely embarrassing. Hey, we move you lot. Continue to get your questions in. We're still short of 30 likes. What's going on, man? Like check, one, two, one, two. Still short of 30 likes. Make sure you share this across the socials. Follow at Sarcasm City TV on Twitter and Instagram. Retweet and like from the Twitter, share from the Instagram. Let's get more people in here as well. Make sure you subscribe to Ivorian's channel. The link is underneath in the description for Red United TV. It's in the link underneath in the description on this live stream and all the other live streams. And it's also on the featured channel page as well. But score prediction for the Copenhagen game, Ivorian. I'm going to go man. with... Um, I'm, I want to support my team properly with full hands and say 2-1 to Manchester United, you know. I, I I know we could lose tomorrow. Like, my head tells me we could lose tomorrow. My heart wants us to win. I'm just going with my heart and 2-1 Manchester United, a narrow victory. What's the score? Narrow victory. That's a 2-1, isn't it? Oh, you said 2-1. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. First, 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 first. I hear you. Stabby says, most of us wanted 10 hard to succeed, but man's being so stubborn. We all did. Mm -hmm. As Manchester United fans, we all wanted the manager to succeed. People get it. Not you, Stabby, but people do get that mistaken that they'll hear Ivorian or myself criticise the manager or criticise a certain player and go, yeah, you don't want the... Yeah, you have an agenda. You don't want the manager to succeed. You don't want said player to succeed. No. I want the manager to be 12 out of 10 in terms of mm -hmm. rating and his skill set. I want all the players to be world-class, but guess what? I'm, I know what I'm watching. And you know how I know what I'm watching? Because the results are very that. Mm -hmm. That's why we've lost so many games. That's why we're eighth in the Premier League. This is why we're playing Copenhagen away. And I've always talking about, let's hope. Mm -hmm. Hope. Let's hope. That's it. Yeah, Galatasaray away is crazy too. Yeah, Galatasaray is going to be a crazy one. <laughs> Galatasaray is going to be a crazy one. With those ultras, with those Galatasaray's ultras, yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not, Mick. They're already gonna, it's gonna be hostile by the time our team coaches approaches the stadium. They're already gonna have their flares up, smashing the windows of our, of our already, they're already. When you see stuff like that, yeah, you need to have the strengths, and I don't think our players will have the minutes because they're already defeated from the outside of the stadium, arriving into the stadium. You remember that time we played our last game at Upton Park, and West Ham fans were outside. Causing trouble 
at the Old Trafford um, coach. You know, it, there was even a delay of us trying to get inside the stadium within time to kick off, and the kickoff was a bit late. Yeah, and they ended up beating us. Yeah, stuff like that. I think if they do that, the fans and the ultras do that at the start of the game, we're already beaten mentally. Mm. Mentally. And then when you're in the stadium as well with the fans and everything in Turkey, as soon as they get the ball, because we have to be able to survive the first 10, actually the first 20 minutes. If Manchester United can survive the first 20 minutes against Galatasaray there, then we probably have a better chance of winning the game or coming out with a something or a point or a victory. But if we don't, if we can't survive the first 20 minutes and we concede the goal, yes, you're going to see an embarrassment. You'll probably be going to, what Flores said earlier on five minutes ago, he's going to be worried. That is that It could be more than two, it could be more than three, it could be more than four, it could be an embarrassment at the end of the day. Yeah. So, yeah, that Galatasaray away is brazy, man. And yeah, what I've already said, if we can survive. If we can Galatasaray survive. Galatasaray away, you know. Mm-hmm. And he'd be talking about survival. Mm-hmm. Not even winning. Mm-hmm. Survival. Survival. Yeah, we got out of the group. The way we're playing right now, flawless. Um, every game has been. It looks like we will not make it even into the Europa League position. Yeah, nah, if, we don't, if we don't, don't finish second, finish fourth, man. I'm not. Yeah, Europa League again. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We won't even finish third. We'll finish outside and go out. Um, embarrassment out of Europe in totally like. So yeah, man, I don't think we'll make that group, man. We because we've messed up. We've oh, messed up flawless. We most mess the 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 Bayern Munich game we knew wasn't gonna win that game. The Galatasaray should have got something from it. That's the crazy part. We should have, yes, for free. We should have got inside, but we something. didn't. We should have got something. We could have. We we made it hard for ourselves as well. Like we we come back and then we concede goals, like hmm. especially against Galatasaray. We go down, we can't we go up two one. We 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 concede, we get a red card and then we concede two goals. We make it hard for ourselves, you know. Copenhagen, we one nil up and then we concede a penalty and then and, and mm-hmm. we win we win by that by uh, Onana saving the penalty. So we we make it hard for ourselves, man. We don't make it easy for us. So we we really put the pressure on our own self. So yeah, and even against Copenhagen tomorrow, I feel like we will concede the first goal and then we'll try our best to come back and if and win 2-1. We're going to make it hard for ourselves. It's been like that throughout every single game, Flawless, you know. Every single game, we're, we're doing fuckeries on the pitch. You know, everyone's just doing what they want, you know, not really following the instructions to the team or the game plan to the team because we said it before. We've seen games where we've seen the manager set the team up to win, but the players mm-hmm. don't win. Like, for example, a great example, I always say it was the Arsenal game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were set up. Perfect. We did. Oh, and we, we should have got a point. We yeah, got, as the players, we should have got a point. Fucked up. They had the yeah. opportunities. They never took their chances at all in the first 30 minutes as well. But we did get our goal. But we, we had plenty of opportunities. We was in control. Arsenal fans were shook and worried. Even Arsenal... We should have got a point from that game. But they didn't. Yeah, you know, there have been some games where we've been set up right. But these players have let the manager down as well, man. That's why I can't trust these players anymore. I can't just be entirely saying with my whole heart, yes, yeah, the manager's fault. I know it's not only the manager's fault. It's bigger than the manager. It's beyond the manager. Like I've seen these players, man. Half of these players are still here, flawless. They've seen is, three, four managers. Yeah, and I'm having a look here. If Bayern do beat Galatasaray mm-hmm. and then we beat Copenhagen, all we have to do is then avoid defeat in, Gal- mm-hmm. in Turkey, which I know is a tough ask. And then we would be... Um, mm-hmm. Wait, let me have mm-hmm. a look. Then we'd be two points clear of Galatasaray. But then that being said... Mm-hmm. But then that being said... 
Galatasaray would probably beat Copenhagen and then we'd have to get certain against Bayern. Basically, we can still get out of this group. Am I confident? No. But here we are. I'm not confident in the slightest. Stabby says, flawless and Ivorian, question please. We know our structure is bad. Why do we have some fans who constantly blame match game tactics results on the structure? Avram mm. isn't telling man to play two eights. You know why this is, Stabby? Mm. Because then what fans will have to do, and I call them stands, will mm. then have to blame their favourite players. Mm -hmm. Then they'll have to look at their favourite players and go, you're not performing well. Or if you're still backing this manager, mm -hmm. which is crazy to me, mm -hmm. you then have to look at Ten Hag. So mm -hmm. that's what it is. It's easy. Mm -hmm. Ah, we lose. Ah, blame the ownership. Blame mm -hmm. the structure. Blame the hierarchy. And don't get it wrong. All terrible. All the things I just named. However, people don't want to blame. Ten Hag stands don't want to blame Ten Hag. Mm -hmm. Same way, if you're a player stand, whether that's a Bruno, whether that's mm -hmm. a Rashford, whether that's a Anthony, Mount, whoever the case may be, they don't want to blame their players. You'll hear me. You'll hear Ivorian. I've criticized everybody this season. Mm -hmm. Whether you're my favorite player or not, whether I think you're world-class, top-class, or whether I think you're awful or sold. If you play poorly, I'll criticise. If I think you play well, I'll praise. This is why I give Maguire, as of late, his praise. Because Maguire's played well. Do I think Maguire is the long-term answer? No. Does he still need to be moved on? Yes. But has he played well as of late? Yeah. Same with Johnny Evans. Mm -hmm. As much as people criticise the Johnny Evans signing, Johnny Evans has not played bad. He's been solid, dependable, consistent. I think that goes to show where we're at. So that's why um our fans like this, they don't wanna they don't wanna talk about their favorite players. No. Because guess what? When we win, they don't mm -hmm. praise the they don't praise the Glazers, they mm -hmm. don't praise the ownership. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's all with the players and the manager. That's why I never criticize, that's why I never criticize the ownership when we lose, because I don't praise them when we win. Because mm -hmm. we win in spite of you, but yeah, I've already gone. No, absolutely, no, no, absolutely. Spawn, we 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 praise. We don't praise the owners when we win trophies or anything. Oh, thank you, um, um, Joel and Avram Glazer for helping us win the Carabao Cup or, or the, whatever it's called. Yeah, we didn't do that. You know, we was like, "What are you doing here?" As well, like, and we was happy when they got ignored when the players were accepting their their, their medals and ignored them, and especially when Ten Hag ignored Aaron. We was happy about that, man. But what, why do players, what, people want to blame ownership? I, I just think they're fed up. They're fed up. And it's not Avram who's telling the man to play two eights. That's the manager's. That's, that's on the manager. Him, that's on the manager as well. And, and I can easily say um, my manager's not telling Bruno Fernandes to, to shoot instead of pass. That's Bruno. So people don't want to go there, though. They don't want to go there. No flawless. They don't want to have that conversation. Is that but well, Ten Hag didn't tell Bruno to shoot when he was meant to pass. Yes. Bruno decided to shoot. You know, Rashford, he didn't tell Rashford to run into the players. He told them to do one-twos and run around the players and tap it in. You know, that's Rashford's decision making. So it is what it is, man. But at the end of the day, I think with everyone, I think it's just that Manchester United fans are fed up. Fed, I'm fed up, you know. I'm like, I, I'm so fed up that anyone can get it, Manchester United. Even Kathy, the receptionist, can get it now. You know, I know, I know, I know, it's hard. I know, I know, I know. That's how pissed I am. I know, I know. If our team had the consistency of the receptionist, we'd be all right. I'm saying, though, that's the that's the one of the people I wouldn't get rid of. Yeah, big up Kathy for fucking up the fax machine for the here's transfer. Big up the receptionist. Big up the receptionist. Receptionist, the tea ladies, salute to them, man. Everyone else can go. The kit man, you're a real one as well. Everyone else yeah, yeah, that kit man's a real one because he has to clean Everyone the, the shit that comes off their boots, even though they can put a stink yeah, of performances, good. you know? You know? He's not even proud to clean their boots anymore, you know? He just mm -hmm. does it. Carry on, know? fam. That's the Back in the you days, have to do to get your questions in one sec, yeah?
Back in the days when Ferguson was there, when Manchester United used to win, the kit man was glad to wash their kits, bruv. Yeah, glad to clean the, the sweat off their shorts and all that kind of stuff, you know. Pause on that as well. Was glad to, to clean the shit off their, their boots, you know. He done it with proud because he was happy. He was telling his, his wife, I cleaned the boots of Manchester United players, the great Sir Alec Ferguson's boots as well. But now he's ashamed to clean Bruno Fernandes' boots. Marcus Trashford, um... Harry Slabed Maguire, he's a shame, you know. If I didn't even want to wash their clothes, you know, so salute to the kit man because he's doing the business, you know. While we're suffering, he's also suffering with their stinking sweat all over his nose and nostrils and, and eyes, man. But yeah, man, but big up to the um to everyone that's truly man. But yeah, man, I just think Stabe Manchester United fans are just tired. They're tired. They'll blame anyone, you know. That it's gotten to the point where YouTubers themselves are beefing each other, bruv. And in the day they're calling each other out and all that kind of stuff. That's how bad it is at Manchester United, you know. Players are fighting each other, managers and players are fighting each other, you know. Um ownership got an issue there, ownership are not seeing eye to eye. Um fans are going against each other, you know against their favourite players versus their favourite players. YouTubers are going against each other and players are going to getting themselves arrested and etc. Getting themselves in madness. It's just a madness at Manchester United. From the fan base to the club itself, to the players and everything. It's a madness, man. I, I, and that's why I say we're just fed up, man. We're fed up. We're, we're, we're pointing fingers at everyone at the moment. But me, at the end of the day, I don't only look at the structure. I look at the players as well. And the structure does play play its part because, of course, for a manager to um, prevail and do well, the platform needs to be there to succeed, you know. And and for the players, the platform as well needs to be there to, for them to succeed, which means the best training facilities. Not Manchester United have a similar training facilities to Reading, according to Charlie Savage, which I, myself, was like, what do you mean our training facilities or the similar to Reading. That's a League One team. So that just tells me that Manchester United training ground is far behind than what the, what was being reported, you know? Sometimes I feel like maybe they don't even use cones to go around the, to do drills. They probably use water bottles, you know? Probably use their school bags as goalposts, you know? What's going on in Manchester United, you know, in that Aeon training complex? What's going on down there? But it is what it is, man. But we're just fed up, man. Manchester United fans are fully fed up, man. <laughs> We'll blame anyone. Any flawless. We'll blame anyone. Yeah. We'll blame anyone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We just fed up, but it's like, yo, that, um, aim your anger in the right direction. Like it's not that's lazy. Don't let these players get away with it when they perform poorly, or this manager when he's performing poorly. Um, how do we make it hard for ourselves against Bayern? What we, what are we, what, what, um, what are we talking about Bayern? Never. Even, oh, Bayern never even played nothing that day, you know. Now imagine uh, Sane and Kane partnership and tell me how we winning. The reason why we made it hard for ourselves against Bayern Munich is how we've been performing all season long, giving away cheap goals. Mm -hmm. We've given up we so did. many. We've given up so many easy goals, and that's what happened in that game. Bayern didn't play well. Well, that's insert team here. Every team we've lost, you can say they didn't play well. Mm -hmm. Arsenal, for example, one one going into the 90th minute, they get a corner. Declan Rice brings the ball down. In the box, nobody's close to him, and then winds up and shoots and scores. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? Cheap goals. You look at the Bayern Munich goals that we goals, consider. man. Bayern Munich goals, cheap goals. Galatasaray goals, cheap goals. Everywhere. Brighton, Newcastle. Mm -hmm. The list goes on. All our losses, cheap goals. Spurs, easy goals. 
Mm. And you and you no. look at Galatasaray. Like, like for example, Flo, the reason why I said that we made it hard for ourselves because the goals that we scored weren't easy goals. We worked mm. super hard, to, especially this, the form that Manchester United was in at that particular moment. We worked extremely hard to score those goals. And then we just give goals away cheaply. Yeah, like the Galatasaray. Mm -hmm. You know, we worked so hard to score those goals. Rasmus Hoyland worked super hard. He ran the whole length of the field to make it 2-1. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, the man's I saved us. And then yeah. ten, ten, five minutes later, you just give the ball away and you concede goals. That's what I mean by we made it hard for ourselves. We worked yeah. so hard to score the goals, but we concede cheap and stupid silly goals by mistakes. What's the cheap point, goals? man? All the time. Give away cheap goals all of the time. All of the time. Um, big up to Stabby says, Ivorian thoughts on the Sancho thing. I don't know exactly right. what he means by that. So I'm not um, sure I, 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 what I'm he's thinking talking about. But maybe, maybe Flores, it could be today that um, I, I read the reports, um, whether it's true or not, because I don't know. Yeah. Where did these people get these news from? I don't know whether the son has the Manchester United WhatsApp group and he can see who's been removed and kicked out. But the, the son is... A, Reportedly claimed that Jaden Sancho has been kicked out the Manchester United WhatsApp group. So how do you know this? It's the son. Uh, exactly. Do you have the WhatsApp group? Can you see yeah. he's been removed? Do you talk to the, to the admin? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Where do they get the news from? Like, yeah. how do you know he's been kicked out the WhatsApp group? Facts. Did Rashford Facts. come up to you and tell you? <laughs> tell you that, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. the crazy part is people going to fall for it. Yeah. This is why I always ask when anybody puts like a, a tweet in the comment section of a quote, I'm like, what's the source? So because the son said it is true. Yeah. Like, how do you know that Sancho's been kicked out of the WhatsApp group? How do we know he didn't leave the WhatsApp group? How do you know <laughs> if he's like me, where he's got the vast majority of the groups he's in? Because I'm in a lot of WhatsApp groups. Mute. I'm mute. 99, I have 99.9% .9 of group chats I'm in on WhatsApp, on Twitter, on Instagram, on mute. Because mm -hmm. I ain't really trying to speak to, um, I ain't really trying to speak to people like that. Speak to people all day long. I'm saying I'm trying to outside of this. I'm just trying to chill out and rest and just relax. <laughs> but again, people go and run with it. But yeah, go and carry on because he yeah, actually that, that, that's that's the news. And my thoughts on it, you know, like I said, that's my thoughts. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's been kicked out. Oh no, he meant about Ten Hag and the Sancho saga. Oh come on, man! <laughs> I think we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, in it. Like, I, I'm again, guys. Um, me and Flores have different views, and that's why I love being on the show because we're not supposed to have the same views. Otherwise, it'll mm. be a boring show. We shouldn't be agreeing all the time. I, I, I'm a, I'm a firm disciplinarian. You know, I've been in 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 leadership roles and management manager roles, and of course, I would have dealt with it differently. But the way I would have dealt with um, Sancho after he made his um, post and the way he behaved, exactly the same as Tenog. I, I, I put the business first. So I put the club first, not the players. I've always thought about the club comes first and player union comes second because we've had years of, you know, players getting away with things, having things their way, you know. And right now we want we wanted someone to come in and take control of, the, of, of discipline and get this these players back into, you know, a routine where they can't just do what they want. So for the manager, when he was asked, which I personally think, it's a normal question to be asked and um, why a person was missing from the squad. And the reason the response was um he didn't train well this week, and that's the reason why he's not in the squad. I thought it was all right, but some other, other people think it's not. Everyone has two different opinions, and I, I can respect that. Yeah. Um, but the way I I thought Sancho's response and behavior was wrong. Yeah, you don't just put that on social media and keep it on pinned off throughout and not unpin it just for the whole world to see it 60 million views and etc probably 10,000 yeah. 
happen. 160. Probably like three or four, 10 million likes or 17 million likes for, for the world to see, basically calling the manager a liar. Yeah, yeah, I just don't side with Sancho. And the reason why is because Sancho hasn't performed to the extent that I can say, you know what, let's give him a benefit. At least he's performing. He hasn't performed since he's been here. And again, I, I read things as well. I, I I did share my article with Flawless from the um, the, the um, Athletic highlighting the instance that took prior to um, Sancho's an Arsenal thing. I did Big send it. Well. I don't know if I don't know if flawless you read all of that. I know I screenshotted you a lot. You no, no, nah, you did. I, 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 um, it was an interesting skim read. Reddit. I skim read it. Yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. read. I remember you sending it through to me. I'm big on my guy Eddie every single time. Go on, carry on. Eddie, long time, bro. And yeah, so yeah, like I said before, the, the the what was mentioned in that for those who never read that article, what was mentioned is that that there were issues beforehand. You know, even when they were preparing for the game against Arsenal, Sancho happened to be in the second team who tried to emulate the way Arsenal play, so the first team can set out their game plans. Apparently, Sancho wasn't putting in the effort. And that's coming from the newspapers, the article mm. of from The Athletic. And they probably, they're much more closer to the club than where we are. They get to see things. They get inside information, The Athletic. They're correspondents. So they're there majority every day, if not once in a while or once in a week. So again, and on top of that, there was talks about him not coming into training on time, lateness as well. And these are these are things we've heard before in the past from Dortmund, even with the England squad, Gareth Southgate had these issues with him being late and etc. So it doesn't help. So I will always go back my manager, back the club. You know, if 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 a player has committed a conduct and that is a conduct, I'm sorry, it's not a gross misconduct, but it's a conduct. You went against your club, you know. We I remember when I was I work, I remember before we signed this um we're not allowed to express our opinions on social media about our workplace. I don't know if you've ever done that before, Flawless. When you I've heard, they've working. said they uh, they've mentioned that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that. you know, like, don't well, be no, you know posting, what you know. Give my word to that. Don't mention <laughs> yeah, me publicly. Yeah, yeah. Then. <laughs> if you don't want me to talk about you publicly, don't mention me publicly. Once yeah. you mention me publicly, it's fair game. Yeah, don't you guys mention know. me publicly. Never, I will never be calling Flawless out, bro. It's like me saying something about you on Twitter and then you responding and I'm like, I can't believe I've already enjoyed it. Don't mention nothing. <laughs> Deal with it privately. Keep saying this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I keep man. saying this. Deal with it privately. Well, go on. Carry on. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm with Flawless with Dev. You didn't need to say that. You know, you could just said, you know what? None of your business. Um, I already told Jaden Sancho. Well, people will go run with it anyway because people, people run with it. That's the mm -hmm. thing that people don't realize is once he said that, People ran with it and are still running with it. Like it's gospel. Many people in the chat. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's definitely, he's definitely a bad trainer. How do you know? No, we don't know. We don't see anything. Exactly. But people want to believe he's a bad trainer. That's why I understand why he clapped back. Because people already want to attach that to him anyway with no evidence. Only evidence they have is the fact that Ten Hag said it. So because Ten Hag said it, that means it's true. Like they're in training. But let somebody in debt, wherever these people work, come come out publicly and say, oh, such and such is lazy. They'd want to clap back. But if we ran mm. with it, we'd be wrong. We'd be and, wrong. And one of the worst things you can say address a black man is the word laziness and attitude. And I hate that because that's what they always address. Oh, it's the attitude. And the black men don't want to hear that, you know. Yeah, it's always I know, again, attitude. I always say it when it comes to oh, attitude. I'm lazy. What does that mean? No? Yeah. What does I, what does what does that mean? There's not that that's not clear. Like lazy's clear. If you're calling mm -hmm. somebody lazy, that is clear cut what you are stating, the scenarios you can go. What does having a bad attitude mean? 
Is it, is it if it, I stand train up, hard? No, no, no. If I stand mm-hmm. up for myself, that's classed as having a bad attitude. You mm-hmm. know why? Because I've been there in mm-hmm. workplaces, not in the same mm-hmm. scenario as um, what's it called? As as we say, as Jane and Sancho, mm-hmm. not to the mm-hmm. profile, nowhere mm-hmm. there. But I've been in workplaces before, and I've had bosses tell me that. Oh, you have oh, a bad yeah, attitude. Yeah, and they tell you because you don't say hello to everyone in the morning. No, not like, even because oh. I said hello. It's because no, no, I'm just saying that's said, another example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't say hello. Just because you don't say hello. Maybe you're just not a morning person. Like when I've worked jobs, they know when I'm in workplaces. Between if we start at nine, from when mm. I get in at quarter to nine, or more often mm-hmm. than not, I was late. So five past nine, I'm saying, or ten past nine till 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 lunchtime. Ah, <laughs> like, I would have hated being your manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. Like that's what it is. Like from that, from when I get step foot in the morning up until midday, which is like lunchtime, wherever your lunchtime is, twelve half twelve. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. They know that. Don't mm-hmm. talk to me. I'm not running no jokes. I'm not trying to hear no bants. Nothing. For that first period, don't talk to me. After lunchtime, chat to me. That's not oh, me, but that flawless. could be classed as attitude. I'm just not a morning person. Flawless, imagine you in the morning. Someone says, good morning. Flawless, like, what do you mean, good morning? What do you, yeah, what do you mean, that, good I'd morning? I'd just be like, yeah, yeah, Whoa. good morning. Well, nah, Whoa. I won't be aggressive. I just wouldn't be energetic. <laughs> I'm not standing up and having a... If someone said good morning to me, which happened many a times, I'd say good morning back. But that's it. I'm not running jokes. We're not having no conversation. <laughs> we're not talking about what you did at the weekend. If there was Champions League yeah, matches, yeah. we're not talking about champ. Don't know. Talk to me about work-related stuff. Cool. If you need some help or I need some, but other than that, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not a morning person. That's why I don't do morning streams. People <laughs> are like, why don't you do morning? I'm not a morning person. He's, yeah, don't chat. No, he's not. He's sleeping. Yeah, man. Don't chat to me. This is why I do like that. Obviously, it helps in terms of the international market and the night mm-hmm. owls over in the UK time zone. Mm-hmm. But that's why I do late streams because I before this I was a night owl anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, this bow, yeah. Back to that. I get why Sancho said what he said, and I'll stay with I'll stick with that. The reason why I don't criticize him for it is because I would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. I would have done the exact same thing. So on, on that scenario. And again, people always get mistaken. Well, his performances are bad. I've never once defended mm-hmm. his performances. Shout out to Eddie, me and him did the do the player ratings at the end of every season. It's literally on the playlist. Mm-hmm. Me and Eddie both gave him a free. I said all summer long, Sancho needs to be moved on. It's not going to work out here. He's not good enough for what we're trying to do. And yet we kept him and now we're in this mess. Absolutely outrageous. Yo, carry on. Tutu's fine. My sister's just ringing me one sec. Carry oh, Flores, back to, back to Red United TV. Big up to everyone that's tuning in. Let me just read the chats, man. Um, the mixed bag with... With an eye, any level. I don't know what you mean by the... The mixed bag says, reminds me of Pogba Marshall with Jose... Um, they were the same guy who saved his job countless times before he finally got the axe. Kaneki says the Jose excuse is silly like Jose had a problem with Pogba, with Pogba Marshall, yeah, and he re- he relied on those the most, but he had a problem with Shaw and he a problem. You know, Jose Munoz was a problem. And he, yeah, he kind of had a, I, I think he had a problem with Shaw because it was a bit bullish. I remember that time, guys, when he was like saying that, oh, because he was standing on the truck line telling um, Luke Shaw what to do. He said, I told him when to make the pass. I told him when to cross and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just thinking, that's a bit too much, man. That is controlling, you know. You're moving like Ryan Giggs out here, Jose Mourinho, you know. That's very coercive, you know. Coercive shit right there. You need to calm yourself down. You, know? you can't do that. Big up to Eddie, man. I ain't seen my, my Kenyan brother in a long time, man. Hit those lights, guys. Smash that like button, you know. There's so much to talk about. I think we're coming close to the end anyway. Um, I'm waiting for us to come back. Let me keep the chat running and keep it interesting. 
we got to you guys. And let me just see. Let me just address some some questions. I know Flawless Star some. Okay, it didn't start too much. Yeah. All right, let me go back to what else. Oh, yeah, guys, let's move on to the next, next news because, of course, let me read you guys um, the update regarding Alejandro Granacho. Um, you guys do remember the, mo the time where Granacho himself posted up the gorilla symbol emojis to Onana after Onana saved that, that penalty against Copenhagen. Now the FA confirms stance on Alejandro Granacho disciplinary action after deleted social media posts. They've decided to um, not do anything. They've released the statement says, on the 25th, the Manchester United Fool shared a picture of himself, Harry Maguire and Scott McTominay celebrating Andre Onana after the goalkeeper last gap heroics that saw him perform a crucial penalty save. Um, Ganacho's post was originally captioned with two gorillas emojis, though he quickly edited it. And after being informed of the potential racist um, connections, before deleting it entirely, the FA then contacted the United and the player in order to gauge what's meant by the caption. Onana as well came later on during the day and said he addressed it himself. He said, People cannot choose what I should be offended by. I know what Ganacho meant power and strength. That matter should should not go any further. And I, I and to me, in my opinion, this is the um Onana and Ganacho, the gorilla emojis. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. decided not to do anything anymore. My no, opinion, they actually made this, they actually made the correct decision. Well, yeah, they on. made the correct uh, decision. Uh, yeah, Absolutely yeah, yeah. the correct decision. Because you know what? Yeah, let me tell you something, yeah. These pussyos, yeah, these pussyos can't be telling us what's racist, you know. You can't tell a black man what he knows as normal, you know. But when when true racism is shown, there is no evidence, you know. I've been in a situation where I've been racially abused and I've forwarded it to um either Twitter or Facebook, and they told you, Oh, uh, we can't see the evidence. I've been called such and such, you know. And you're telling me oh, you yeah, don't yeah, see the evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The in fact, yeah. they ask you to block the person or anything like that. They don't do anything about that. But regarding that incident there, because my friends were discussing and they're saying that, um, what you think about that? I said it was a mistake. By first of all, it's a mistake by Alejandro Ganacho to put that there because it can be seen as racism. But I know he didn't mean racism because I know us Africans. I'm an African man. We like mm. to, you know, big ourselves up, but we give us the most ridiculous accolades, you know. We be telling, man, I know Onana in training ground when he's saving those goals and shots and all that. Mm. Then they, yo, you know, I be like gorilla, you know. I'm a gorilla here, guys. I am the gorilla. I'm strong and powerful. I know us Africans. We, we, we liken ourselves to animals. Like, I'm, do you know who I am? I'm, I'm a lion, where I'm from. I'm a lion. Yeah, and all that yeah. kind of I stuff. get what you're saying. Just, just, yeah. to, just to show an example that I'm strong, I'm a strong man, you know. Just just a metaphor to just to say that I'm strong. And that's what Ganacho meant, you know? He's a yeah, we, knew, we knew what he meant. We yeah, yeah, he yeah, meant. yeah, yeah. We knew what like, he meant. We was, we was, like, we was fully aware of, like, because mm -hmm. when I seen it, I was like, do I, first and foremost, do I think um, Ganacho was trying to be racist? No. I'd never seen that I thought racism. I think it's just one of those. He's just not double checked what he's tweeting. Yes, he, I don't think he's he's fully meant it in a complimentary fashion, and he's and like that's what he's he's meant it in a positive light to mm -hmm. Onana, and that's why Onana's responded in the manner in which it is. You just have to steer away from that mm -hmm. when you're describing black people and you mm -hmm. are non-black. Yeah, just don't just don't mention anything anything monkey related. That's what I would say. So anything from the monkey family, so any monkey, gorilla, whatever, orangutan, the list goes up. 
know what I'm saying? The list goes on because I fully know what he means by that. He just not double read it and gone, ah, this could how it could how it looks. That's mm-hmm. that that's all it is. So I'm glad he didn't get charged because I seen it and I didn't think racism. I think I it's just more so you just gotta be careful. That's what Custom. it is. And he's young as well, he'll learn from it. And, yeah, and, yeah, what, like you, and pick to, up. you just gotta just double check your tweets. That's all yeah, you just gotta look at it again. Double check your tweets. Proof, I do that now. If I'm saying anything serious, which is very rare on Twitter because mm-hmm. I just use it to run jokes, mm-hmm. get my jokes mm-hmm. off and just troll people and just wind people up. It's great. People fall for stuff all the time, man. I was saying, even the Newcastle Arsenal thing when I was like, yeah, VAR got every decision right in the game. It's like, come on, man. No, they didn't. But people going to fall for it. People going to fall for it man, all the time. I love it, man. It's great. People getting annoyed. Like when I say, you know what I'm saying? Liverpool, some teams can't do it on a cold Sunday night in Luton. I'm just I know. Joking. They just you know can't. They just oh, can't. we're better than you, Red Turtle. It's just funny. Um, <laughs> I just tweet out and then put it on mute. Put it, put it, put it the out on mute and just let people you, talk. So you just drop stink mums and just walk out, yeah? yeah Is that what like, you do? Because yeah, <laughs> people fall for it all the time. People fall for it all. People fall for it all of the time. All of the time, people fall for that nonsense, and it's just funny. You know what I'm saying, like, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just here fishing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah. just, really, just, just really, just reeling in the fish. Go on. It might as well, but you know what, Bundy FA as well, man. Because who are they to tell us what's racist? You know, mm-hmm. when the black man telling you, "Yo, this ain't racist." The black man that. Is, that who's meant to be offended himself that it was the message was addressed to had to come and say yo fa calm yourself down um i know what my boy meant because i'm always saying in the training ground i'm, I'm always saying it to him like i'm i'm a gorilla um Gonacho. alejandro you don't know me i'm a gorilla do you know who i am they call me gorilla when i'm back back home and all that kind of stuff and he's told them straight it's not racist um he not he he explained what that gorilla symbol meant strength and power and that's how i saw it or before, because it is, even because before, it is a, it is yeah, a sign of symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You see, when, when, was coming from when it. you're not black and you're reading it, yeah, and you're 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 part of the FA and you want to make an example of someone, yeah. This is not the one that you choose to make an example of. It's not the one. No, yeah, you know, facts. you know, facts. the the John Terry incident is the one that you choose to, an example of, make a real proper example of. But they just mm-hmm. nitpick the weakest thing and say, you know what, we just want to show. On record that we do things about this, but you choose the wrong incidents to do things about it. You do you understand flawless? You choose the wrong incidents. This is not an incident for you to do something about it, you know. No, I get you. I fully mm-hmm. get what you're saying. And Jesse, big up to you as well. He says, What's good, flawless and Ivorian? Oh, Been Jesse. a while. Large up to everyone that is tapped in. Continue to bump up the likes, people, before we close out in the next five minutes or so. Share across all of the socials, please, whether you're watching this live right now, or watching this back after the live, and subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV as well. Make sure you subscribe to Ivorian's channel, Red United TV. Link is underneath in the description, people. Not just on this live stream, of every other live stream as well. So you can find all that you can find his channel and find all his socials uh what else we got coming up tonight as well people yeah like i said um straight after this we're going to redirect to the sarcasm city tv game and youtube channel where i'll be running the career mode i need to turn it around moving like i'm moving like a black ten hag it's crazy um <laughs> you know what i'm saying i need to i need to pattern up you know, i can't defend on that game so yeah eafc 24 career mode straight after this then we'll be over on the sarcasm city tv kick for the AC Milan PSG watch along. Then we'll be back tonight for the show. I'm looking forward to the, the most. First crossover of the week as always. Midnight UK time. The Manchester United Liverpool show. That man have already been talking in the group chat. Oh, it's been great. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm the only United fan in there. So shout out to Saint, Ram, Ryan, Stroh, all in the, what's it called? All in the chat. Uh, Jesse says, when we're doing pro clubs, I'm going to message the membership group and we'll pattern that this week. 
definitely this week we'll sort that out. Probably tomorrow, but I'm going to have a look, Jesse. Out. So if you want, if you want to be involved in that, thanks for reminding me, Jesse. Because I need to update the um, the. I need to add that as a perk. If you want, if you do indeed join the membership, that is one of the perks that you get on the Pro Clubs membership team. People, you get on the Pro Clubs membership team. But let's see what else you lot are saying before we close out. Oh yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on this as well, Rashford, mm -hmm. responding to the United that tweet from the United stand <laughs> and Goldbridge. So I give my thoughts on hey. it. Again, I want to hear. Yeah, yeah, thoughts. definitely, definitely, definitely. Let me just drink some water, man. Yeah, yeah. You ready for this? Look at you. Look at this guy. Your I, do you know what? Yeah. Oh, that was so entertaining to see that. Oh, Rashford, you you really be on Twitter. I thought it was his PR team that usually just does all the tweet the, the, the Twitters and the Instagram and where Rashford doesn't even know what's going on in his Instagram. But clearly, Rashford actually uses his own personal account. You know, regarding the tweet, what tweet? Oh, let me see if I got so, I so to clarify, just... Stabby, for those that don't know, the no United Stand no. put out a YouTube video. Oh, I'm not sure if it was a live yeah, or a recording, yeah, and I it put... said, and the title was Rashford's future. It. it was Rashford's future in doubt. And then Rashford responded and said, Stop, stop um spreading malicious rumors. I think he said. I think he said that. I think he said, Stop yeah. spreading malicious rumors. So then obviously it was a conversation. So that's 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 the context of to what happened, Stabby. That is the con and hit the subscribe button. We're at eight thousand five hundred and fifty-nine. One more subscriber. I know there's one person watching right now who's not subscribed. Get us to eight thousand five hundred and sixty. I know there's at least one person who hasn't subscribed. I know that for a fact. Hit that subscribe button. What are we doing? What are we let doing? Me just, let me just quickly just. I'm gonna share my screen. Uh, yeah, my yeah, window. Share your screen. Share your screen. Yeah, so, oh, sure. yeah and then it's so like they can see the the. Um, is it included? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just adding it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys see that? Yeah. Do you nah, see that flawless? Is it blank? See. Yeah, it's blank it? currently. Oh, do you see it now? Still blank. No? Still oh, blank. then it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. No, no, I've well, got yeah, a picture in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm. But I let them know what it is. So thoughts. Mm -hmm. Thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> Um, for those who didn't know, um, let's just give them a little background. So for those who don't know, um, of course, United Stan um, tweeted out, I think was it was either Sunday or Monday. Um, for the, oh, let me go to straight the camera off. That's what they tweeted out. Um, they tweeted this show, I think it was a su Sunday morning about what's next. And the, it kind of showed whether a man, it said, the title says here, Rashford Future in Doubt. You know, we're live. Rashford responded by saying please stop spreading malicious rumors you know full stop and i was there thinking you know what rashford you know what yeah if you was playing well yeah i would back you yeah but rashford and i understand that um players are allowed to uh, to um respond and i know flores would probably say players are allowed to defend themselves yeah just like the way sancho defended himself you know you clap back you clap at me and i clap back here yeah? and rashford clapped back at mark goldbridge you know and I just thought to myself, yeah, fair enough, you clap back, but you know, people are watching, innit? You're just adding more juice to the cup in, in this kind of situation. You know, you're a professional football player, Marcus Rashford. Just know that as a professional football player and a celebrity, yeah, and a, and a public figure, people will write things about you. Yes, flawless. It's, it comes with the, the package of becoming a football player and professional one and you're playing for Manchester United. People will write lies about you, they'll say stuff about you, you know, as an athlete. 
as a celebrity, as a professional, it's your it's, it's your responsibility to keep your head in the game and not try and clap back to too many things that are just a bit ridiculous, you know. I'm, do you, I don't see Mark Rashford clapping back at the sun when they write about his future, about his, him buying houses and etc. for his mum during that time. He didn't clap back at them. You're clapping back at Mark Gorbich, fair enough. But at the same time, all I want to tell is Mark Rashford is that just focus on the football. Hmm. Focus on the game. Just focus on the game. Like, shouldn't be being distracted by some tweets. So you're clearly reading what people write about you. So it tells me what people write about you affects you. As a footballer for Manchester United, you need to be resilient and sounded. <laughs> go on. I was going to say, just, do you let think... Me land, let me land. Yeah, yeah, Ask the question. No, so ask the question so I can... Yeah. Do you think what, Flawless? Just quickly... Just no, because you said yeah, you need to be resilient as a footballer, I mm -hmm. guess. But I don't mm -hmm. think this is it. I don't think this mm -hmm. is it getting to him. I think mm -hmm. he's just like... This is just a completely false. Just because you're, again, like the Sancho mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. just because I'm a professional athlete don't mean you can just say whatever and I just accept it. Yeah. That channel has over a million subscribers. Therefore, yes, which, they, have which, a, they have the ears of a lot of Manchester United. Which fans. is true. So them saying things can gain traction. So which therefore, So therefore, when you look at it, you go, him responding to it and shutting it down makes sense. You can't just continue to just say whatever about me because I'm a public figure. Is it part of the game? Yes. It's part of the game. It's, it's, a, part, it's, a, of part, of the, it's mm. a part of the game, unfortunately. But sometimes enough's enough. You have no evidence to back this up. Where did that come from? I've no, I don't know. Any, I have not Wait, heard I've never heard about, to, about mm. Rashford's future being in doubt. So Casemiro's currently injured. So I could easily, or you could on your channel, put a title mm. and go Casemiro's future in doubt. Varane's yeah. not played the past couple of games. Rafael mm. Varane's future in doubt with the question. Like, come on, man, you got to do better. Mm -hmm. When you're a content creator, as much as we talk about footballers, mm. you said there yeah, have to be resilient. It's part mm -hmm. of the game. You know, mm -hmm. so, you know what's also part of the game is content creators. Whether you mm -hmm. have one subscriber, whether mm -hmm. you have 10,000, whether it's 100,000, whether it's 1 million, whether it's 100 million. Guess what we have? We have, have to have integrity. We exactly. have to be held accountable. We mm -hmm. have to be hold, be credible. You can't mm -hmm. just be out here running around saying anything because you could legit impact, especially when you get to a certain um, level. And a certain mm -hmm. level, yes, when mm -hmm. you get to a certain level, you can impact people negatively. Do your due diligence. And you can't just be out here just running a YouTube channel just saying whatever. And you, you're going to get pulled up on it and held accountable, and rightfully so. I have no issue with what Rashford said. If that's me, do I comment back? Probably, yeah. Like, when's enough's enough? There's mm -hmm. enough fake news got running out around mm -hmm. there about footballers mm -hmm. in general. So that's going to happen. But that is enough's enough, man. Yeah, no, no. As I said, I, that's what I said at the start. I said, I don't blame him. He has every right to clap back. But at the moment now, it's like, I'm not saying Rashford, like, your main focus should be your game because you're not playing well yeah, right now. Yeah, he needs to improve. Yeah, he definitely needs to improve. I don't think that takes away, this takes away from his game. But I see it as oh, so you do keep an eye out on what's going on in the media and all that kind of stuff, you know. And you know, sometimes yep. I, it's, it's better for them to try and block these things out because it has an I impact. I agree with it, that. has an impact on that. their game, it has an impact on their thinking as well, and their decision making on the pitch as well. So, and it will take a toll, you know. If you're always reading negative news about yourself, you're not going to be a happy person, flawless, as a professional player. You're going to be doubting yourself all the time. So the only thing I can say to, to Mark Rashford, yes, defend yourself as you should. You know, everyone has the right to defend themselves, you know, but just be careful of how you go about it as well. And with the way he went about it, I can't say wrong or right. I can't say he did the wrong thing, the right thing. 
all I'm telling you is that Mark Rashford, just focus on your football, you know, because even when you clap back like that, yeah, it makes noise, you know, and we're already in a situation where, and I don't understand Mark Goldbridge why he did that, but that's his own thinking. We're already in a situation where we get a lot of noise for Manchester United, you know, from the press and the media. So stuff like that just, you know, entices it, you know, mm-hmm. and just makes it even much more worse than what it really is, even though he clapped back, you know. And, and, and Goldbridge clapped back as well. Oh, did, did he say something back? I saw a video of him clapping back. Ah, seeing, yeah, of course, seeing, yeah, because it don't make sense. Uh, won't you keep an eye on socials, Flawless Ivorian, if you are a Premier League player? Absolutely not. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Well, if I wouldn't. But here's the thing is, mm-hmm. this is how much I don't care. Mm-hmm. I content create. I am nowhere near the profile of a Marcus Rashford. Mm-hmm. I don't watch socials now about what people say about me. The only place, all the live, all, everywhere I, you lot see me working, content creating, the mm-hmm. only place I read comments is here. Mm-hmm. I don't read comments during live shows anywhere else. I don't go back and read um, comments. I don't search my name up on socials to see what people are saying. About, nah, I don't. So no, I wouldn't keep an eye on the socials. However, if something you want it, all it takes is for someone who's close to him to say something to him. Like, oh, have you seen the United States say your future's in doubt? And then maybe he's like, all right, enough's enough. But everyone's different. I'm not saying that's the way you should approach it. I don't police how people respond to not negativity, but incorrect, false information being out there about themselves. I don't. Someone puts out a piece of false information, so whether it's a, a YouTube channel doing that, whether it's a manager saying that you're lazy, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. To me, 309 says we've all been called such and such, though. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We've all been called names. That's why, but yeah. you have to be thick-skinned. And to his credit, he didn't curse him out. Mm-hmm. Just it's not like he was like, yo, F you, blah, 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 duh, duh, duh. wait till I said there was nothing aggressive in the tone. It was no, it wasn't in a threatening fashion because other players would have been like, all right, wait till you see me. Mm-hmm. Certain other players would have been like that. Like, but he was very just don't stop spreading false information about me. Malicious rumors. Hear what he said, people. Malicious. And he put it in capital letters because that could genuinely mm-hmm. become malicious. He's already under the spotlight and under so much pressure. And then you're looking to add more. So he's like, no, let me clear this up. Because we already hear it with Rashford when he gets criticized. People automatically want to talk about his money and all automatically yeah. want to talk about his personality, which I don't really think has any bearing too much. I don't look at him and go, oh, he's not trying because he's on X amount or he thinks he's him. No, he's just performing poorly because his confidence is in the bin and he is mm-hmm. the he is the prime example of a confidence player. That's just what it is. Well, yeah, I don't police how people respond to negativity about themselves. I would never do that. <laughs> and like I said, with the Sancho situation, I would have done the same thing. With the Rashford situation, I probably would have done the same thing. Probably in that. If that, if that is, gets onto my radar, I probably do that. But people don't no, believe what they want. Same way people and, gonna believe what they want about me as a content creator. Same way with Ivorian, but I don't respond to anyone because it's like I know that's all that matters. Yeah, go on, carry on, fam. Uh, no, no. Honestly speaking, it's, um, I'll be honest with you. Even when I said I don't condone what the way he done it, but I myself, if, when I be put in those shoes, I might react the same way Sancho does because I sometimes I get hot headed, bro. Of course you. I know who I am. But I get hot headed. Yeah, that's why I don't and, hear about when people trying to tell me and be like, oh. um about or how why did he respond that way i'm like yo shut up you do the same thing shout out to mm-hmm. my brother tops because he tried to criticize sancho and i'm like i've seen you in these situations you wouldn't apologize either mm-hmm. <laughs> always watching but that's facts but rather than go back and forth with him on twitter but i'm just like all right cool and shout out to tops mm-hmm. that's bro but like mm-hmm. i know because i know how stubborn you are because we've been not me and him 
but like I've seen him have altercations and be at odds with people, and you wouldn't mm. would, you wouldn't say sorry. I reckon you wouldn't say sorry. Yeah, I hardly say sorry, bro. Even you, I know you ain't saying sorry about if you're in the Sancho situation. I know damn right I ain't. Mm -hmm. I know so. Mm -hmm. We just say sorry when I think I'm in the right. What are we talking about? Like, I won't say like, I'm sorry. The most I probably say is sorry, and I won't tell you what I'm sorry for. <laughs> no, I'm, no, in general, in it because that's I never really say I'm sorry. Like I've had situation with you know you I know. I say I'm sorry if I've done yeah. if I believe I've done something wrong. Mm -hmm. But when I believe I've don't haven't done if anything I've done something wrong, wrong, then I will 110 percent. I have no issue apologizing. You know what? That's on me. My apologies. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That's on me. I say that I've said that to you. Like when I've had to push shows back late notice. Yeah. Oh, I've already we got going at five. My bad. That's on me. Mm -hmm. No major, mm -hmm. like I have no issues with that. But in that scenario, forget all that. Anyways, we are gonna close out. Love to everyone that's locked in. Big up, big up. Like I said, bump up the likes. Make sure you share across all the socials. Subscribe. Don't forget we are available on all audio platforms. People, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Type in Sarcasm City TV, and this show and all the other shows on the channel will pop up people so like i always say if you want to listen while you're cooking while you're cleaning while you're driving you may be at work you may be just traveling around you may be at the gym maybe you just prefer to listen to podcast audio only maybe you don't want the youtube app soaking up all your data that's fine so like i said spotify sarcasm city tv helps with the following five stars itunes apple podcast all you iphone users five stars on there leave us a review same with soundcloud or wherever you listen to podcasts we are going to going to continue to keep the show on the road like i said we're going to redirect i'm going to go live in a second to the sarcasm city tv gaming youtube channel where i'll be running the eafc 24 career mode so you lot can come run jokes because that's all i've been getting is pure bants about it and then we'll be live on the kick um 7 50 p.m 10 minutes before kickoff for the ac milan psg champions league watch along that's on the sarcasm city tv kick people k-i-c-k -K. download the app for free sign up for free same way you watch and comment on youtube it's the exact same on the kick and then um midnight people Manham United podcast analysis at Anfield podcast Manchester United Liverpool show and with them not drawing to Luton you know it's going to be good by Vorian always mm -hmm. always great chopping it up with you always fam. a bless um, let them know where they can find you what always you got coming pleasure. up all that good stuff man yeah, all the good stuff tomorrow again. Watch along, Copenhagen. We're gonna go through it together and ride that to that as well. We've got the Premier League watch along this week and again. Okay. We've got Luton. We got Thursday. Um, latest Manchester United news, five p.m. as well. We should be live. Didn't have that on Monday. Too tired, as well, man. But yeah, man. If and if you want anything to watch, I will say, obviously, watch the match reaction. My last match reaction for the Fulham game for those who want to get the full insight of my thoughts against Fulham. Yeah, you do that, man. But you can always follow Reggie Night TV on YouTube and, of course, Reggie Night TV one on Instagram and Reggie Night TV Twitch and our Twitch yeah. and Rumble. It's all the same, man. And if you want to follow me personally, it's Ivorin underscore Spice, just like the way you see there on the handle. That's the same for Twitter and that is also the same for Instagram. And just, you know, and if you are on the show and you want me to follow you back, just quickly just send me a message and I'll follow you back. There you go, people. Mm -hmm. Literally just going live as we speak. Like I said, bump up the likes. We're going to go mm -hmm. directly over to the Sarcasm City TV gaming YouTube channel, people. Always, always working while we working. You know, you know how yeah. it is, people. Always, all the time. Check out the upcoming live stream schedule as well for the rest of the week, all the way up until Sunday on the YouTube. Let you know all the shows that are indeed coming up as well i'm literally about to go live now let's see here we go 
about to. So we'll be live on both channels as well. So let me see, is this broadcast? Let's see, it's just doing its thing. Yes, we are live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube channel. Also live on the Sarcasm City TV gaming YouTube channel. So we're going to redirect over there as well, people. You know what I'm saying, man? This is where I wish I had a clone, people. You know? <laughs> this is where I wish I had a clone on my life. For real, for nah, real. bro. Really, really Flawless is a unique specimen, bro. So there's no <laughs> way. Yeah, imagine, hey, two of me would be great. I'm not going to lie. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to close out, people. We're going to close out and head over to the Sarcasm CETV Gaming YouTube channel. But this has been the Mandem United podcast live on the Sarcasm CETV YouTube. Big up and see you lot over on the gaming channel. Salute.